What is up, my friends? Welcome to Journey of Being a Disciple podcast. My name is Roberto, and this is all this whole podcast is just about my journey of being a disciple of Jesus Christ and all I'm learning and going through and all that stuff. So, um, welcome back. It's been a, a quick minute. It's been a not a quick. It's been a hot minute. Uh, I had some weird, random two episodes. I, I haven't listened to them. I just know one of them was in my car. And one of them, I don't even know what the heck the other one was about. Um, but I have just been, it's been crazy. Uh, last time I made a podcast, I lived in Tennessee. I don't live in Tennessee anymore. I live in Michigan. Um, I am a pastor up here at a church called Santos and loving it. So uh, obviously, if you want to know more about what's going on in my life, either hit me up or um, I do have social media. I really don't post on social media. So I don't know why I just said that. But you can hit me up always out and talk. Um, but today I am starting the start of our drum roll. That's a bad drum, but, uh, I am starting the series that I want to do. It's going to be going through the book of Romans and yes, I am going to go through the book of Romans. Um, I've done it before. I, I love it. I, I've gotten some more commentaries, gotten some more study, got some study Bibles, um, I love going through books and I really just want to go through Romans again. I don't know why, but God just told me to, I said, okay. Um, so we're going to go through Romans and I encourage you to grab a Bible, open your Bible app while you're listening to this. Um, we're going to go through Romans one, one through seven today. And, um, I'm going to try to do this weekly, see where, what my schedule fits. If I can do it once a week, I'm going to try my best and we're going to go from there. So we're going to read the scripture, pray, and just jump straight into it. So here we go. Romans 1, 1 through 7. This is the greeting. Paul, a servant of Christ, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures, concerning his son, who is descended from David, according to the flesh, and he was declared to be the son of God in power, according to the spirit of holiness, by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. May it be a light into our path, and a, it is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. <laughs> and God, thank you for that. Thank you for giving us something that can help guide us in life. God, I ask for whoever's listening to this, may you soften their heart. May you speak to them in a way that you only can, God. Thank you for today. Thank you for your word. And let's go. In Jesus' name, amen. So, uh, just to give a quick overview, if you don't know about the book of Romans and if you just need some quick context, um, so people like context, sometimes I do, and, uh, this is some good stuff to hear. So obviously this is to the Christian church in Rome. That's why it's called Romans. And it's from the apostle Paul, um, kind of a date time would be written on Paul's third trip in AD 57. 57 AD, set it backwards, is what it is. And uh, the theme of Romans is the revelation of God's judging and saving righteousness in the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
and the cross of Christ, God judges sin and yet at the same time manifests his saving mercy. Um, we'll get more into that later. It's kind of crazy, but uh, I like to hear it first. But that is kind of the theme of Romans. And uh, the purpose and kind of the background of this is this letter address- addresses issues of concern in the Roman church. And um, it doesn't just address like basic Jewish matters. It addresses both Jewish and Gentile Christians, and it focuses on the Jew-Gentile issues, and that suggests that there were tensions in the church before. It existed between Jew and Gentile, and um, obviously there there's going to be more to that, and we're going to get more into it as we read the book, so I don't want to I don't want to dig too much into the, to the overview, but that is kind of what you need to know going into this. So let's just jump in. I'm going to start reading at the beginning. So it says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus. And when it says servant, other translations say slave. Um, it can be translated either way. It's a servant slash slave. And Paul was a slave of Christ. This title recalls to honored servants of God from the Old Testament. So it was known to be a servant. And and if you read the Old Testament and all that, it it was honored. You were honored to have that title of being a slave or servant to God. And uh, he continues to say called to be an apostle. He was uh, called to be an apostle, obviously, on the road to Damascus. And uh, he was part of those those people that were chosen to uh, bring out the word of to to proceed uh, to push out the word of God, um, set apart for the gospel of God. Now I did want to like just kind of do this. The, the gospel of God talks about the good news. This includes a, a call of initial saving faith to people come death to life, and. The message is about Jesus Christ and how Christ's saving activity transforms all of life and all of history. So Christ dying on the cross didn't just do that for you just to come to Christ. It also was to transform your life. Um, so it, that that's kind of just the good news. That's the good news that we need to remember. Now in verse 2 3 and 4 it talks about the prophets of the Holy Scripture uh the prophets of Holy Scripture concerning his son, descendant of David. Um, he was declared to be the son of God. Basically, this points to how Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament prophecy that he was a descendant of David and all that stuff. So uh, he's basically going in one through seven. Paul goes into a more detail than usual. He's doing like a gospel presentation. And uh, it's all about God the Son. And the reason he's doing that is because he had never been to Rome. And he wanted to basically just summarize his gospel for the Roman readers at the beginning. That's what he did. So verses 1 through 7 is basically all like, um, in some Bibles it says it's a salutation. It's the gospel concerning God's Son. Um, So he's basically summarizing all that in verse 1 through 7. So when we're looking at 2, 3, and 4, it's basically just being like, God's God. Uh, this is the gospel that I'm teaching, um, that I'm pushing forth. Um, and then verse five, it says this, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations. Uh, I just want to highlight all the nations. The, the gospel of God, the good news is for everyone. It doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter if you have a house, if you don't have a house. If you're black, if you're white, if you're brown, if you're purple, if you speak a different language, if you um, are a little bit of a mean person, if you're a super nice person, it don't matter. 
the gospel of God is for everyone. And uh, he's saying that this this uh, is for all the nations. So um, that's just something I, I like to remember sometimes, that the gospel of God is for everyone. doesn't matter who you are. Um, but I, I want to highlight this. He says, we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith. And this, this, is, this is kind of giving Paul's goal, Paul's goal at the end of the day. Paul's goal at the end of the day was not just to bring about um, obedience of faith. He, he was obedience that is connected to saving faith, yes. And that's what a lot of people think. When we say the gospel, yes, the gospel is to, to bring people to Christ. God died for our sins so that we may ha- live with him eternally forever. Yes, that is part of it. That is, But it's only part. It's not the whole thing. Um, he did talk about that. And yes, we want to bring people to conversion. But we also want to bring transformed lives that are consistently obedient to God. Okay? Bring about the obedience of faith. Not just obedience of faith to come to God, but obedience of faith constantly in God. So yes, like I said, bring people to conversion. But it's also to bring people to transform lives that are consistently obedient to God. And um, I don't know about you, but obviously obedience is a hard thing for me. Obedience, it basically means compliant. Submission to others, authority, or to someone's authority. And um, I'm an eight. I don't like submitting. An eight in Enneagram, if you know what that means. I'm the challenger. Um, I don't like to submit. I don't like to... um, I usually like to be the authority sometimes in a room, and I like to take charge. Um, and it's hard sometimes to submit under someone, and especially uh, with your life, with your vulnerable parts of life. So um, when it comes to obedience, um, I start to think about that. How's my obedience doing? Um, what's going on in life? And what what's the last thing God told me? Am I being obedient to that? And... Um, I kind of want to do an obedience check. I want to talk to you guys. Uh, Most of the people that listen to my podcast believe in God and and you're following Christ some way, some way, somehow. And I want to ask you to do an obedience check. Um, My niece does this thing where my my sister will be like, hey, I need you. Can can you please run upstairs real quick and grab my phone off the charger? My niece is like, I'll do it in a second. I'm writing a book. And my sister's trying to do something on her phone real quick. So let's say she's trying to order food. And we need food to be here at a certain time because we have to go somewhere, blah, blah, blah. She's trying to order food. And uh, I'm, this is all hypothetical right now. Uh, but it's kind of like a over, like you can see where this is actually happening in our family. Um, but she's like, hey, I need you to grab my phone. And she's like, no, I, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Olivia, I need you to grab my phone. And it's like there has to be a moment that she has to be like, Olivia, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and go grab my phone so I can get dinner. She doesn't explain all this to her, but it's basically like to go get dinner so that we can eat something so that we can eat before we go. And um, there has to be like this stop. And it, the thing is, Olivia said she, she's going to go do it. Uh, she's going to get up and go get the phone, but she's like, hold on. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of the there's this phrase that goes around. It says Dis, uh, delayed obedience is disobedience. So when it comes to life. I feel like God tells us to do a lot of things. He gives us clear signs. He does things, and sometimes he doesn't give clear signs, but um, he'll give us direction to go in, and um, he'll ask us to do something that's hard. And he'll be like, okay, God, well, 
give me a second. I really enjoy my job. I really enjoy where I am. I love what I'm doing. Let me wait. Uh, once, I, once I'm done with this job, once I see that I don't like the job anymore, I'll leave. Is that okay? Or maybe we're in a relationship and um, it's time to get out of that relationship. And it's like, God's like, I need you to get out. Like, this is not good for you. I need you to move on. I need you to do this. But it's like, no, it feels good. The comfort of this person. I've known this person for a very long time. I love them. Um, they give me a sense of, of all this. It's like, well, I, I don't want that to be your sense of comfort and stability. I need to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but God's like, I need you to step away. And you're like, no, no, wake up. Um, when it comes to saying something to someone, hey, um, I need you to go to apologize to this person. I need you to go do this. And you're like, well, God, I need a day or two to like decompress. And um, I need I need that time. Like, yes, there is like emotions and all that. And you sh- sometimes you shouldn't be expressing your feelings at the, t- the peak of emotion. But um, we don't want to at times. We're like, you know what? God, I'll bring it up next time something like this happens. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Christ wants us to be obedient. Why? It sounds kind of crazy when we say that. It's like, oh, are we supposed to be a dog? When you say sit, I sit. When you say Paul, I Paul. Is that what you want, God? If you notice at the beginning of the of the letter, Paul literally says, "Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus." Servant, slave. There's that thing. <clears throat> a servant is obedient to their master. Because they know their master is the one that holds a supreme authority over their lives at the moment, that, that, that's uh, or their job or whatever it is. And back in the day, servant, slave, was a term that was used in a really great way by the Old Testament people. They were servants, slaves to Christ. And that's why looking at context is key when you look at this, about how using that and a hearing obedient is something that, they they were like, yes, we want to be a slave of Christ. We want to be a servant of Christ. We know what Christ does to, we, we know our that Christ gives good things to his servants. He delivers his servants out of, of crazy situations. Being a servant of Christ had a good reputation back in the day. And right now it's like hearing being obedient, hearing being a slave, being a servant to something is not part of it. It's not. You you don't want to do that. You want to you want to stand up to the man. You want to you want to fight the status quo. Oh oh oh! High School Musical reference. If you know what I'm talking about, that is what it's like nowadays. We're like, oh, slave. I don't like this book. I don't like Romans right now. You're telling me I have to be obedient to someone. I have to do all this. If you knew only the greatness that God has for us. And the, 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 the greatness that God has on the other side of obedience. If you only knew, you would be smashing the door down. God's going to say, I need to open that door. And that's the obedience that he needs you to do. You need to open the door. I have something for you. Like, but God, these people are watching. They're going to think I'm crazy. What, what, why would I do that? Or, hey, can I wait till they all leave? Then I'll open the door. Like I said, guys, delayed obedience is disobedience. We need an obedience check. How are you doing? What's the last thing that God told you to do? And are you doing it? Are you doing it? 
And are you ready for God to tell you to do something else? And are you ready to say yes? Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm willing to. It's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. This is easier said than done. It's hard. There are difficulties that come for us personally. But what happens is God's shaping and molding us into who he wants us to be. And who he wants us to be is an image of him. He is shaping and molding us into the image of God. So continue, guys, to step in obedience. Because like I said, this gospel, this good news that Paul is teaching, he is not teaching just, hey, I need you to accept Christ and come from death to life, to, to get out of your old ways and come and experience the new way of God. He's not just saying that. That is part of it. That is obviously, we want to bring people to Christ. If you are listening to this and you do not know Christ, I urge you to please reach out to me. Reach out to someone. We want to tell you more about this great guy named God. And this, this guy that we follow, Jesus Christ, how amazing he is. And how he can save your life and transform it in ways that you never could experience. But if you're listening to this now also that you are a believer, what's your obedience like? Because yes, we want to bring people to Christ. But we also want to have transformed lives by the obedience to God. That is the good news. That's the gospel that Paul is pushing forward. Okay, guys. Well, that's what I have for right now. That is the Romans beginning in episode. We got the the overview. We got we kind of looked through one through seven, and basically at the end of today, end of this podcast, I want you to do an obedience check. Whether that is an obedience to stepping into a relationship with him or an obedience of just seeing how obedient you've been when God's been telling you to do things. And um, that, that's, that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be just going through the word, looking at it, getting some context from what they see back in the day and what Paul's writing to them. And uh, how can that be applied to us? And uh, I just want to say, if you got to this point of the episode, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have a chance, share it, let people know and... Um, I hope to see you next time when we uh, continue through Romans on journey of being a discipleship, uh, oh my, discipleship, journey of being a disciple podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Love you. Bye.